The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Our podcast is brought to you by ComBank, committed to being a better bank. Find out more at combank.com.au forward slash better. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Tuesday the 2nd of April. In your Squiz today, Japanese imperial succession, China cracks down on fentanyl, a bit about the budget, and Big W is set to close 30 stores. This is your Squeeze Today. Claire, everyone may have thought that they were in for round two of budget content to lead today, but boy, <laughs> do we have a surprise in store. <laughs> it's a different story to lead. It is. Japan's Emperor Akihito is stepping down on the 30th of April, the first abdication in 200 years in Japan. And there's been a lot of anticipation about what the new era of the new emperor uh, is going to be called. And when I went back to have a look at exactly what that all meant, there's been like a story every day for the last sort of three or four months with the government really tightly managing the process. So the details of that were unveiled yesterday. So given he, first of all, why is Akihito stepping down? He's 85 years old and he's abdicating due to his advancing age and ill health. And when you go back and have a look at exactly what he has done, uh, it's a really fascinating chapter of of history. His father was Hirohito, who was the uh, ruler of Japan uh, during World War II. And of course, when Japan was defeated by America and the Allies, there was a big change in that country to the way it's governed and pretty much all the power was taken away from the throne uh, and that emperor role became more of a ceremonial thing. So this means that Crown Prince Naruhito will become Japan's first emperor to be born after World War II. That's right. And he's 59 years old. He's interested in environmental causes. Um, he's generally considered to be a bit dull. Um, I know. that's a bit, <laughs> You wouldn't want to be described like that, but there it is. Well, and actually when you sort of line him up against Prince Charles, there seems to be a lot of similarities in their interests and also the way the public perceives them. So the new era will be called Reiwa and Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe says it means that culture is born and grows when people come together and care for each other beautifully. Yeah, so that all that change happens um, at the end of this month. But, yeah, it was big news yesterday with the new uh, era being defined and um, on they go. From Japan to China and its trade war with the US, China's latest move is a little win for Donald Trump. It is. There's been big concern in America and a lot said in the last 12 or 18 months or so about the impact of fentanyl, which is a synthetic um, drug that is quite a bit like heroin and morphine. Uh, It has been responsible for the deaths of about 18,000 people last year. Uh, Its um, overdose death rate is increasing at a really alarming rate and certainly uh, Donald Trump and US health officials have been uh, trying to do whatever they can to try and reduce that uh, influx of fentanyl into the US and uh, a lot of that's been coming illegally from China. So, Yesterday, news that China was going to do more to prohibit that drug and the production of that drug was quite a win for them. And despite it not being the lead today, uh, politics is still front and centre of the news this morning, tonight's budget night. As is tradition, both parties have previewed what they'll be announcing in the media today. What can we expect from the government, Claire? 
We can expect uh, a really big song and dance around uh, heading into a surplus. We haven't had a surplus for more than a decade. Um, but interestingly, the Australian this morning is reporting that the government has also put some parameters around what it, they're going to do to eliminate government net debt. And apparently that's something that they're going to look at doing in the coming decade. Uh, and that's really quite a big deal when it comes to looking at our government books. And Labor's big headline push is to have 50% of new car sales to be electric models by 2030. Yeah, and really, I mean, when it comes to explaining the intricacies of a climate change package, um, that 50% new car sales um, number was probably one of the most easy elements of the package to understand. Really, it's the way that Labor proposes that big emitters of carbon account for their carbon production has been the trickier piece that's put not just the coalition offside, but also the Greens. And uh, if Labor was in government, it would need either one or, or the other to get its package through. So it'll be interesting to see how that goes if Labor becomes um, the next government. More on that tomorrow. And the second of the two women accused of killing Kim Jong-nam, the half-brother of North Korean leader Kim Jong-un, has pled guilty and could walk free as soon as May. You remember uh, the woman that she was being tried with, uh, an Indonesian woman, was released just a few weeks ago. So uh, reduced charges were put um, before her and she's pled guilty to those. Um, that means, though, that no one really has been held to account for the murder um, of King Jong-nam and it seems to remain a bit of a mystery. It is such a mystery. What a story. Just finally, Big W, owned by Woolworths, will close 30 of its 183 stores and two distribution centres over the coming three years. Yeah, if you come from a regional centre like I do and, and like you do, Kate, Big W and stores like that really are a big part of those towns. So it'll be interesting to see where those 30 uh, store closures are. There's 183 stores in the Big W network. They're also closing a couple of big distribution centres. Um, there's one at Warwick in Queensland particularly that has been a really big employer in that town. So these things have quite significant impacts on regional economies. Big W's struggled for a really long time um, to get good sales and good profits, so analysts weren't particularly surprised that there's going to be some store closures. In fact, they think there might even be more store closures or that Woolworths, which owns the business, might look at selling it into the future. Actually, it was in a Big W on the weekend. There you go. That's what you were you were out and about in the country. That's what you do. Yeah, I picked up a T-shirt for $7. Bargain. Yes. <laughs> but maybe that's a bit of a problem for them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it all goes around, right? What's the subject line? The subject line today is they love me then, they love you now, which is a line from Guy Sebastian's song. It's oh. reasonably contemporary, Kate, yeah, um, Before song? I Go. Before I Go it is. Okay, You've yeah. recognised yeah, it on yeah. FM radio. It's yeah. just of the last sort of six or 12 months or so. That, of course, um, is to the change of power in Japan of a old guy going and a new guy coming in. And you rightly say guy because in Japanese imperial succession law, you can't have a woman inherit the throne. Big thanks to Sandy Pitcher of South Australia. She was the winner of our $100 Woolworths voucher for opening and reading the email every day last week. 
Open the Squeeze Today email every day this week and $100 worth of books from Alan and Unwin is up for grabs. Have a great Tuesday, have a great budget night and we'll chat to you tomorrow. The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesqueeze.com.au. A quick message now from our podcast partner, BHP. Across the next couple of weeks, we'll be talking to Squizzers about BHP and the work they're doing to provide the materials that we need to transition to a low emission economy for the energy transition. At the start of the podcast, you heard how copper is used to make electric vehicles, wind turbines and solar panels. So when it comes to producing it, reducing emissions is a priority. And that's why BHP is making solar, wind and battery deals to help power their South Australian Olympic dam copper mine. It's happening now at BHP.